Welcome to the Wild and Free Podcast, Episode 85. I'm Ainsley Arment, and this week we're talking with Tori Oglesby about caring for yourself as a homeschooling mama, so you can have the heart, the energy, and the passion to pour into your kids. Giving yourself permission to take the pressure off to um, just sit on the couch and cuddle with your babies, even though the world is telling you, go, 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 go. Um, Take the pressure off, mamas. Take it off. You will be happier and your household will be happier. Plus, we'll share about our new content bundle for the month of February called Slow that's coming out this week. So grab a cup of coffee and join us on the front porch. Let's get started. When our children are young, They speak as children, understand as children, and think as children. And when they become adults, they're expected to put away childish things. The trouble is, many children feel pressured to put away childish things long before it's time, all in the name of maturity. I believe, and many experts would agree, that having a whole and healthy childhood is the key to having a whole and healthy adulthood. This means that the best way for a child to prepare to be five is to be four. And the best way for a child to prepare to be eight is to be given the freedom to be seven. And so on and so on. Solely focusing on preparing children for adulthood not only hinders their futures, but also strips them of the freedom and the joy of childhood. The path to preserving childhood is a harrowing one. There are distractions at every turn, but there is no higher calling for a wild and free mama. We have the great honor of restoring childhood for our children. This means letting our kids become bored and being okay with it. It's refusing to fall into the comparison trap. It's facing our fears and failures and doing something about it. It's trusting the innate desire to learn that's found in every child. Let's restore our homes as safe havens for our children, for their future's sake. Let them climb, make mud pies, and splash in puddles. Let them stretch their legs and lungs all at once. Let them sing and shout and stand on their heads. Let them discover new things in all different places. Let them turn over logs and look for pollywogs. Let them find all the worms for your new herb garden. Let them learn new skills and make messes. Let them make dandelion chains and learn to whistle with grass. Let them skip rope and play hopscotch and call it a day. Let them be happy, let them be whole. The beauty of homeschooling is that it gives our children something most schools cannot offer. It gives them time. Time to explore, play, experiment, think their own thoughts and pursue their own passions. It gives them time to dive deeper into subjects and explore topics for longer periods of time. We preserve childhood by seeking activities that slow down time, not hasten it, filter the adult world, fight to protect their innocence, research the negative consequences of social media, reclaim your role as an adult and let your children be children, do the hard work of personal healing, strive for emotional health, Fight for joy, fight for love, fight for home. Create a haven of safety. Create a shelter of security. Create a home of peace. 
there is nothing else that can give our children a childhood. That, my friend, is something only you and I can do. In just a moment, you'll hear a conversation between Jennifer Pepito and Tori Oglesby. But first, I wanted to tell you about our new content bundle called Slow, coming out later this week. The Slow Bundle is a collection of resources created by homeschooling mamas for homeschooling mamas. It's packed with tutorials, handcrafts, articles, and stories, all designed to help you reclaim childhood in your own home. You'll find a piece on creating a morning time rhythm by Rachel Kovac, a manifesto on navigating the teen years by Chelsea Holland, a cloud watching video by Elsie Uticello, a podcast interview with Sally Clarkson, a tutorial on painting watercolor bubbles by Kristen Rogers, and so much more. When you subscribe to the bundles by January 31st at midnight, you'll not only get access to this month's Hope Bundle and last month's Glorious Bundle, but you'll also get next month's Slow Bundle when it comes available on February 1st. That's three bundles in one week. Plus, we'll also put a welcome kit in the mail with your first print magazine. To learn more about the bundles and take advantage of this offer, go to bewildandfree.org slash bundles. Jennifer Pepito recently sat down with Tori Oglesby to talk about caring for yourself as a homeschooling mama so you can pour into your children. Tori is a homeschooling mama of three children who values connection and the power of community to embolden the hearts of those around her. She helped us emcee the Wild and Free Conference in Franklin, Tennessee this past September and will be joining us again for our conference in San Luis Obispo, California this April 14th and 15th. Tori laughs loud and loves bigger, championing her children to get their hands dirty as they strive for their dreams. Let's join the conversation. I'm so excited that we get to chat. I know that the community is going to love this conversation. You know, momhood, homeschooling, all of that can be a little bit exhausting. And it's easy to just sort of wear ourselves out. What are some of the things that you do in your home to kind of take care of yourself so you have the energy to pour out for your kids? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, the first thing I do is... I make sure everyone in my family understands how important it is that mom is supported in all the things she does for everybody else, right? My kids know and they respect when mom's getting work done, when mom has to, maybe maybe mom leaves uh, to go to therapy. My kids respect and my husband respects every thing that I have set up in my life that takes care of me because we all know I've taught them all that you cannot give from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. Um, and oftentimes no one in our family is asking us to do that. But because we didn't set clear expectations of what it looks like for them, we kind of just get overwhelmed in the mix of, mix of it. So 
the first thing I do is I set very clear expectations of what certain things need to look like. Um, and then I just always make sure I'm, I'm nurturing my body, my mind, and my spirit. Those are the three things that I'm constantly telling mamas, like, you, you need to make sure that your mind's okay, your body's okay, your spirit's okay. How are you checking in with yourself? I do um, daily, early, early morning journaling where I just dump everything out. Uh, there's a whole bunch of rituals I have. And I, and I do think that rituals are very personal. Like each mama has to come up with something that serves her. But first thing is have a family meeting. <laughs> everyone needs to come to the table and everyone needs to understand that Mom needs support. Yeah, I love that. I think that it's so important to just, like you say, establish that. Now, a lot of homeschool moms are giving up an income to be able to do this. What do you say to those moms who are on a budget? They're like, I can't really afford self-care. What are some just simple things that moms can do to take care of their body, mind, and spirit, even if there's not a lot of extra income? Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, I was a, for the first 10 years of my marriage, I, we were a one income family. And the one thing I did, the, the two things that is completely free and no one could take away from me is a walk every day by myself outside. Um, whether it was winter, spring, summer, or fall, I was outside walking because something about being in nature gives me that clarity and it's free. And then journaling, uh, reading my Bible. When my kids were younger, I read all the time, um, every single morning. Now, not so much, but journaling and reading in the morning time before my babes wake up or in the evening time, if I have energy. Um, those are two things that are completely free. A bubble bath, once you get the kids down, completely free. Um, so it doesn't, honestly, the best self-care doesn't cost money, if you ask me. Yeah, I love that you mentioned like walking alone oh, and yeah. journaling. Because like you say, those are both completely free. And both of them could just give us that needed perspective. I think that one of the dangers of homeschooling is that we can get ourselves so overscheduled driving kids around that we really don't give ourselves that like quiet time that we need to sort of stay mentally and physically healthy. How do you manage commitment so you're not overly busy and then overly stressed? Oh yeah, I I am the queen of no. No has been my word this year. Um I strive to look at what is what are the top 3 priorities of my life in this season. And I write those down. If if all the distractions and extra noise, if you don't fall into those top 3 things, it's a solid no. It's just a no. I am very, very com confident and comfortable um, with setting my boundaries. I do not like to overschedule. I get, I'm someone who gets easily overstimulated. I think a lot of mamas do. Um, and so no is your friend. Setting boundaries is your friend, even when it comes to our children. Like I tell my womanhood ladies all the time. Your children will take and take and take from you if you don't set boundaries. Everyone will. Um, so even with your kids, like, 
hey, all right, right now it's one o'clock. We're going to have quiet time. Everyone needs to go upstairs in their rooms or, or in their rooms. Everyone needs to be quiet. Mom is taking an hour of quiet herself and we're all going to respect that. So I, I say boundaries. Um, mamas get overstimulated. I know for me, that was like something I noticed in my motherhood is I have three little ones talking to me all day, sometimes at the same time. They all need help with different things. It's motherhood is overstimulating. There's noise, there's sights, there's it's it's a lot. And so being okay and comfortable with even telling your children no, telling your friends no, not right now. I'm 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 busy and they don't you don't owe anybody an explanation of what your busy looks like. Your busy could be nope, I'm busy enjoying my 1 hour of quiet time before I have to go make dinner. Like that's okay. Um set boundaries and don't be afraid to say no. Yeah, I love that you mentioned the importance of knowing your top values in a season because that could change. Like if you, you know, if your top priorities right now were maybe you are doing something big, like leading a community group or something, then maybe you're going to have to not be as involved in, you know, helping your child be a black belt in jujitsu or something, you know, but knowing what the priorities are in a season can help us say no to those extra things. And, and really understanding that it doesn't mean it's forever. Like you could, the priority could change in the future, but it's okay to have a few specific values for a season that get prioritized so that you can stay healthy. Absolutely. I mean, that is the, honestly, I think that is the gift of motherhood and the curse is that nothing stays the same, right? Um, Nothing is forever. So these seasons that the season I'm currently in is completely different than what I was in six months ago. And so I'm constantly having to adjust and realign and take inventory of what needs my full attention right now and what can just, what am I going to freely let go of right now? Um, I think it's so important, Jennifer. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. And also I love that you mentioned how, how overstimulating motherhood is, especially, you know, in their early years, like I can remember trying to homeschool multiple math levels and also with a baby and a toddler. And you're just, you just get so kind of brain dead, which can lead to meltdowns or yelling at your kids or some of these things that we really don't want to happen. What are some of the ways in the moment you've dealt with, like maybe you did over schedule, how do you kind of bring things back into alignment when you've sort of made an error in the self-care or the scheduling? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you know, some, sometimes I, you just have to power through like, wow, I actually, two weeks ago, (laughs) um, my, husband was out of town for work and somehow it ended up being the busiest week of our lives. And I was so upset with myself. I instantly communicated with the kids. Um, That's a big thing in my house. Like I communicate with my family because we're a team, right? So I instantly, I was like, guys, dad is gone this week. Um, it is a busy week. We have to be out of the house almost every day, multiple times of the day. Um, and I just, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to have meltdowns. I don't want to have to yell at you because I'm overstimulated. So I need us all to work as a team. Uh, that's definitely a time where I rally us all up as a team. Um, cause it's important for, 
our children to know that even in crazy seasons, even in hard, difficult seasons, we're on the same team. So let's not beat each other up just because somebody's overwhelmed, you know? Um, And then another thing, because sometimes it's not so much that I overcommit it, but it's that I just forget, right? We forget, oh, um, for example, I'm an introvert. So I had one week, actually two weeks in a row, where I was just having to be out extroverting. Okay. I was so drained, but I was having a hard time pinpointing it. Like I didn't really know what was going on until my husband was like, okay, you've been out and about like extroverting. Like I think you need alone time. (laughs) And that's exactly what I needed. So sometimes when you feel like, oh, uh oh, the train's getting off the track, just realign, make sure, um, Everything that you need is is being taken care of when it can. Like I said, it was a two-week stretch of extroverting, so I couldn't stop in the middle of the week and be like, okay, I'm just going to take a day off. Um, but I did end up taking that Sunday just to myself to reset, and it was fabulous. We'll be back with our conversation with Tori and Jen in just a moment. But I wanted to take a minute to let you know that we only have a few more tickets available for our Wild and Free Conference in San Luis Obispo, California. We're meeting at the historic Fremont Theater for two days of insight, inspiration, encouragement, and community with 800 Wild and Free Mamas just like you. Nothing compares to the soul-filling, heart-healing balm of community with like-minded homeschooling mothers who know exactly what you're going through. But just a heads up, every Wild and Free conference sells out, and this one is getting so close. So don't wait too long to secure your spot. We would love to have you there with us. Not to mention we'll be joined by some of our favorite Wild and Free voices like Sally Clarkson, Leah Bowden, Leslie Martino, Greta Eskridge, and many others. To learn more about this conference and get your ticket, go to bewildandfree.org slash spring 2023. Now back to our conversation with Tori and Jen. Yeah, I love that you recognize that. I've, I've had to do the same thing. You know, if I speak at a conference, I know that the next day I'm going to be a little bit wrecked. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, and then the tendency would be if we're not aware, then we can cause more damage. Like it was already maybe a little bit of a bummer that you were gone for the day and your kids missed you. But then if you come back and you're miserable because (laughs) you're so overwhelmed, you know, it's better. Yeah. Like to get some help for that day or just explain to your family, Hey, I'm going to be a little bit of a vegetable today, but um, I'll be back to you tomorrow. So this is the day we'll just read books together and chill. Yes. Yeah. And cuddle, or maybe we'll all go on a walk together, but definitely I I think that, our society as a whole, we put too much pressure on everybody, ourselves, our children, our spouses. There's just too much pressure. And so I think giving yourself permission to take the pressure off to um, just sit on the couch and cuddle with your babies, even though the world is telling you, go, 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 go. Um, take the pressure off, mamas. Take it off. You will be happier and your household will be happier. Yeah, I'm I'm so thankful, honestly, that there wasn't the social media pressures when I was a young mom, because it's such a time to be responsive and in tune with our babies. But when we're trying, you know, when we when we get so outwardly focused, it can make it pretty 
extra intense. It's already intense physically, but then mentally it could be a lot more intense if we have all that distraction. So yeah, there's so many great ideas for just, you know, redirecting and calming down. No, how about like physical health? I mean, I, it's funny because it changes all the time. I feel like one of my, I've been a mom for 28 years. So it's like, there was a little period Mm -hmm. there where, um, it was all about being a vegan and it was all about egg yolks and avocados of nourishing traditions. And then, and now it's like, do not eat any seed oils or you're going to die. You know what I mean? So it feels like stuff changes all the time. And as moms, we're trying to feed our kids and stay healthy ourselves. What do you feel like some of the most helpful kind of health things you've done have been in your homeschool journey? All the trends are always changing. Um, But I feel like the number one thing that I do is I listen to my body because my body knows, my body knows, you know, uh, more than these trends and these reels and these TikToks. And I don't, I, more than all the noise, my body knows my body. Um, so I listen to my body and the eating thing is so hard. I too, Jen, I've been a vegan. I've like, <laughs> I've done keto. I've done all these things. Um, and I find that Again, you have to listen to your body when it comes to how you should eat and you'll find it. Like, I feel like right now I'm in a really good groove of, okay, this is what my body likes and this is what my body does not like. So Tori, act like a 31 year old and don't put the cheese in your mouth because your body does not like dairy, right? Um, so y- you have to listen to your body. And then movement is huge. Like I, that's one thing that I'm pretty good at is moving my body. Um, I, I, whether it's a walk or a run right now, I just joined a gym that I'm absolutely obsessed with. It's called burn Boot Camp, and it's like high and intense workouts, 45 minutes every day. Um, but it's so much fun and the environment is a really, really great environment. But, um, I just love moving my body because not even for the physical, um, consequences, but like the mental break that I get. I find that very, very necessary for me as a person to just sweat it out. I I heard one time, like whenever you can't figure something out or you're stressed, um, salt water does the trick. So whether it's crying, your tears, sweating, or the ocean, like that will get you right. And I just, I swear by that. It's so true. So I love that. That's great advice. Isn't that like, it's so good. I I know there's been times when I'm just like, just kind of feeling weird, not necessarily down or stressed, but just feeling kind of meh. And I go to the gym and I sweat it out and I'm a better and happier person because of it. Um, so I love moving my body. I think that's one way mamas can give back to themselves. Um, so yeah, I prioritize that too. And sometimes that's an investment. Like sometimes that does mean a gym membership. Um, and again, if financially you're not in that spot, walking and running is free. Like don't let, don't let gyms and capitalism make you feel like you can't work out because you can. Yeah. There's so many options. It's interesting that you mentioned salt water. One of the health things I just read was that you're supposed to put like a half a teaspoon of Celtic sea salt in your water in the morning and drink it. So even really? starting out yeah. your day with a little salt water. 
Really, that's interesting. See everything. There's something new all the time. <laughs> that is true. And then that you know that kind of brings me to my next question. Honestly, it can get overwhelming. You know, moms who are trying to do the right thing by their kids, and then every day there's like, oh, I've got to do, I've got to incorporate more handcrafts, or I've got to incorporate more health food, or I've got to start gardening, or I've got to start exercising, and it can get really overwhelming. How do you sort of like? process out the noise so that you stick to your values. Yeah. Oh, well, I love what you said about how you had your kids way before social media. Um, I had my first child in 2012 and then my second one in 2014. So social media wasn't what it is now. And I, Jennifer, I thank God for that every day because I don't, I honestly don't know how new mothers are are being present and surviving and 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 knowing that all of this noise means nothing. It means nothing. If you want to garden, garden. If you don't, don't. If you want to eat an all organic diet, then go right ahead, but you are no less if you don't or if you can't. Um there's so many things trying to pull our attention, our eyes, trying to get our money. There's so many distractions. And I think the the most rebellious thing that we as mothers and women can do in this day and age is one, really try to control your phone use. Like, and and this is so it's gonna sound like a contradiction because I have a YouTube channel. I am on Instagram. Um, but Because I'm a content creator, I also know the business behind it. And, And we have to use discernment, mamas. We have to understand like, okay, this is good for me to some extent, but but then I have to put it down because it's only making me compare. It's only making me feel like I'm not good enough. It's making me feel like I need X, Y, and Z to be a good homeschool mom. And you don't need any of it. People existed before all of the extra stuff existed. People homeschooled before you had um, YouTube mamas telling you how to homeschool. You know, people, um, people were like happy and lived a full life before social media. So I think it's important to remember its place in your life. We can use it. I get so many fun ideas from social media, but something I do is as soon as Friday afternoon hits, my phone is away. I don't do any work on social media during the weekends. I just connect with real life. I think that's the most rebellious thing you can do is connect with real people real life, listen to real stories, listen to your grandparents, listen to your parents, listen to your aunties and your uncles, really get what community actually is. And community does not live inside our screens. Um, I think it's a great, uh, technology is amazing. And it's it's been a blessing to, to get you with like-minded people, but we have to remember that it's not real life. (laughs) Like, I think we all walk around thinking Instagram and social media is real life. And it's just, it's not. So keep that in mind. Yeah, that's so good. I love it because there is so much joy and comfort and even peace to be found in local in-person community, whether that's family or friends. 
And, you know, it's just so important to prioritize that above is as much as I love my online friends and my wild and free online community. And I'm so grateful for them. There's really no supplement for in-person friends, which is why I'm so thankful that Wild and Free developed the groups because it's just mm-hmm. a fantastic resource, especially for new homeschool families who are like, I don't have any in-person homeschool community. Well, that is where you find it because almost every region, you know, most major cities, so many places have a great Wild and Free group, if not multiple. Yes, yes. Nothing you cannot, like, you can't Community you is community. You can't fake it. You can't try. Like I too have an online, the womanhood. I have an online community, but uh, we have our first retreat coming up next year and nothing's going to beat that actual in-person community. It's just, it's priceless. It, it's, it's what keeps us going as humans. So just remember that. Yeah, it's so true. I'm always like, yes, we get to have another homeschool co-op meeting. I get to see my people. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for taking the time today, Tori. I know the community is going to just love hearing from you and kind of having those inspirations to stay healthy right here at the beginning of the year. So thank you for that. Thank you, Tori. We appreciate your heart and insight so much. Friends, don't forget about our new content bundle for the month of February called Slow. If you subscribe to the bundles by January 31st, you'll get access to three bundles in one week. Plus, we'll send you a welcome kit in the mail with your first print magazine. To learn more, go to bewildandfree.org slash bundles. Well, that's all the time we have for today. But join us again next time for the Wild and Free podcast.